welcome to episode 84 of Divided by Werewolves. I just realized when I was looking at the page that showed what we're on that it said we had 69 episodes. Damn right. <laughs> we should have stopped. Should've yeah, stopped. this should have been it. Our last one should have been, been, been it. Going out on a high note. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, it's November. It's I like how I always tell people when it is in case there's just yeah. like... What year? You know, like, <laughs> uh, some, you know, somebody's somebody out there is playing catch up. They haven't heard everything. They haven't they heard, know yeah. Uh, you know, and, and it's one of those things <laughs> where you know the the last two months of the year always kind of fly by. So, like, I was thinking mm-hmm. because you know my wife is she leaves this week. She's taking my in laws to Florida to see if they want to move there. And I was like, okay, so you know we won't miss a show because. And then, but then I was like, well, shit, the, so the next show is like the Sunday after Thanksgiving. And then we're into, you know, the the show with the favorite games of the year, then the show yeah. of the favorite movies of the year, and then it's 2020. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, it just, yeah. you know, not that I'm anxious, not that I'm anxious to draw this year out any longer than necessary, but. I'm certainly not. Fuck this year forever. 2020, I mean. A presidential election year? Can I just please go to sleep and then just wake up in November <laughs> and then either go, yay, or go, fuck that, I'm out. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Give me all the ambient. <laughs> I'm I know. just done. I, know. <laughs> uh, I have I to know. put up with another four years of this fascist motherfucker and his mouth-breathing shithead supporters. No I'm going to shoot myself in the face. Although I when when he was running the first time I was like surely not there's no way sure weren't we and all here we are weren't <laughs> like, we all like that's, yeah. what this guy's a joke come on I know I yeah. I, I stand by I I I believe a hundred percent the 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 person most surprised that Donald Trump was elected president was Donald Trump <laughs> you know. I don't think so. That's how the motherfucker's insane. No, but I, I think, I mean, not, I'm not looking to get into politics, but I, I think he, I mean, he even said like he, he kind of, he expected to lose. Like, I think he was like, this is going to be great. I'll get my brand, you know, I'll get on Fox news. I'll be able to get people, you know, I'll get, I don't think him or his team expected to win. I'm sure there were people on his team that want, I mean, they definitely wanted to win. Don't get me wrong, mm. but I think expected, I think expectations and, it's a different story, but yeah, here we are. All I'm going to say is we had a golden opportunity Saturday given to us, served up to us upon a platter mm-hmm. to take out the Bammers, <laughs> the Corn Dogs of LSU, and the Circus Peanut in one <laughs> fell swoop, and nothing. Only- I'm so disappointed. <laughs> Not and- that we advocate. Any sort of political <laughs> violence. No, me? Come on. Absolutely not. That would be... I hate violence. <laughs> it frightens me. <laughs> okay. On to more exciting things. So we still... Yes. Just because Halloween's over doesn't mean we stop watching horror movies. That's not a thing. So damn right. We got four. Uh, four Every to talk about. Every day is about. Halloween. Uh, every day is Halloween. That's right. Every And I did... Uh, you know, if, if you were smart... You took advantage of Shutter's thirty-one uh, percent off through mm-hmm. Halloween deal for a year of Shutter for the low, low price of like forty dollars, thirty-eight dollars. Yeah. You yeah. fucking kidding me? Come right. on, come on, son. And it only gets better. It's only got since its inception. It's only gotten better. My favorite part about Shutter is when anybody asks me what's Shutter, and I tell them, and they're like, "Weird, that's weird. Who owns that?" And I'm like, "AMC." They're like. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, really, really. I'm like, yeah, AMC. You know, they have The Walking Dead and right. and The Walking Dead and The Talking Dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. Honestly, the scariest they, thing they about AMC the... is Chris fucking Hardwick, but I know. <laughs> that's a separate I know. conversation. But, but at least they have the wisdom to let someone else curate the content on Shudder. No shit. Yeah. Like, they, have, they own it, and that's their only involvement. They're like, you know what? No. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. We don't even want people to know we actually own this. So you just, you're a horror nerd. You put the shit on there that people want to watch and we'll just cash the checks. Right. Exactly. Okay. Um, so we do have a few games. I'm surprised. I don't know about you. I'm, this is the first year where black Friday is going to come around 
because all the deals are out now. This is the one thing I've noticed, and I think it's funny because um, this is the first year I remember that. It's like stores don't even care. They're like, you know, if you want to buy shit, just buy it now. Like, come on, just, right, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, Target put their ad out early. I mean, I think they got wise. They're like, well, the ad's going to leak. So right. why don't we just not only tell people, but also start selling shit early and then people yeah. will buy it? Because, I mean, people, there's a certain group of people that like the thrill of going out on Black Friday, but there's other people that are like, fuck all that. I ain't got time for that. If you want to sell me yeah. a TV for $20 off, I'll just buy it right now. And then Target's yeah. like, well, why don't we let them do that? <laughs> it seems yeah. dumb well, to not do I, that. And I think that I think we have Amazon to thank for that because once once those ads inevitably leak every year, Amazon just matches all the shit and they're like, just buy it today then. Right. And people do it. And right. So, so right. And for years I've been like, well, why doesn't, why don't we just, when we, when, like, when we know the ad's going to be out or once we get a hint that it's leaked, just, hey, here it is. It's available. Come get it. Right. Like that makes so much sense because you know, Amazon's going to fucking, right. they're going to price match all of it. And, and everybody has all their shit way before Black Friday. I remember the one day. Um, I think it was Dragon Age. I got I set my alarm because it was gonna be like a lightning deal. I set my mm-hmm. alarm for like Black Friday or something for like two in the morning so I could get mm-hmm. up and I could I could order Dragon Age at like thirty dollars or thirty five dollars and then like yeah. Cyber Monday all day long. Thirty five mm-hmm. bucks. And I was like, What well, the f-? <laughs> Well here's how stupid I was. Because uh, I didn't even know Black Friday was a thing until like not that long ago. So I I had literally never heard of Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh and then, so <laughs> Best Buy puts out their ad for Black Friday, right? And I'll never forget this. It was, oh, fuck. I know it was Left 4 Dead 2 and then uh, something else. Mm-hmm. The fuck was it? I don't remember. Oh, uh, I think it was Portal 2 or something like that. I think they both were out that year. Mm-hmm. And they were like 25 bucks at Best Buy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, my God. I was like. I'm not going to get that deal. So my stupid ass camped outside of a Best Buy. I went and got in line at like 10 p.m. I slept overnight. I did. And then like at like five or so, I I literally stood or sat outside of a Best Buy in the cold for two 360 games. Wow. And so at, at like five or so, the employees come out of the store and I was like, I was like, it was in Tiger town in Auburn and, and there's like Best Buy and then there's like the kids connection clothing store and then a jewelry store. I was jewelry store level in the line <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I was sweating. I was like, Oh my God. Oh, I'm not going to get these games. <laughs> There'll never be another opportunity to buy these games. <laughs> <laughs> and then at like five in the morning and I'd been out there since 10 this guy comes out and he's like, everybody here for laptops, like raise your hand. And he starts handing out these papers and then they're like, all right, you're guaranteed to get it. You can leave, come back whenever, pick your thing up. And I got a little closer. And then the guy was like, everybody here for this TV, everybody here for this laptop, this TV. And before I knew it, I was at the front of the line. And he's like, what are you here for? And he's like, left for dead. Like motherfucker. I know. (laughs) I know. It's like, (laughs) I was like, Oh, now I get it. <laughs> I didn't have to do this. No. So these people were here for cheap TVs and laptops. And while they're in there getting those things, they may or may not pick up Left 4 Dead 2. Right. But my stupid ass was like every human being on the planet is going to be in Auburn for Left 4 Dead 2. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. Not true. Good story. <laughs> not true. Not even remotely no, true. Wasn't. No, no, no. Yeah. I was the first one in. <laughs> but uh, th- this is the first year, though, that I can't. There's no games I'm going to be. So normally I use I use Black Friday for like the the new Assassin's Creed comes out, and I I um I I give it to my my wife, and I say, mm-hmm. hey, uh, you know, just wrap it, put a bow on it. There's my Christmas gift. I don't have that this year. Or and I thought, oh, okay, well I'll do that with Breakpoint. Nope, cause Breakpoint sucks. Uh, yeah. And then and then there's other things, and there's nothing because. Um, the the new Star Wars game is not is comes out too soon, and there's no way. Let me tell you, if 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 a Pokemon if a new Pokemon game goes on sale for Black Friday, y'all best start. You you need to uh um like 
bury your money in a backyard because we are mm-hmm. about to have the biggest financial collapse in human mm-hmm. history. <laughs> yeah. If, if if motherfuckers do not are not willing to spend full price on a Pokemon mm-hmm. game, then yeah. you're we are fucked like 19 yep. ways until Sunday. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> so especially, so anything I'm interested physical in physical media, right? Huh? Especially physical media like the people who are going to buy it probably bought it digitally. So like, yeah, if you're, if you're one of the last clingers on for physical media. Yeah. And, but, but, and Pokemon but, is on sale. That's a, that's a sign. But the thing is like, so there's nothing on sale this, this black Friday that I, I, I'm, I, I can't even be like, well, I mean, you know, I, I don't, you know, obviously, you know, it, it, I just do that because I know that I want the stuff and it's just easier to, mm. my wife doesn't have to go and get it. Like if I really want to buy Pokemon and say, here, give this right. to me, I will. But the point is, you know, it's a good opportunity to buy games that, you know, for 30 yeah. bucks, 35 bucks. And there's nothing, there's no movies, there's no, no games, I, nothing that I'm going to. Yeah, but you're not going to play them. Well, I know, but I will. <laughs> Maybe. That doesn't mean I don't want to own them. Uh, like I'm, I'm looking at like Rage Two for like twenty Ugh. bucks. Or, Rage Two is oh, not worth twenty dollars. Yes, it is. No, it is for not. Me, it, is. it is not. It absolutely so, uh, is not worth twenty dollars. Well, I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> and uh, uh, Sekiro, I don't want to pay sixty dollars for a game that's gonna kick my shit in. Yeah. And and me never be able to beat the first level, but for you know twenty five bucks, whatever. C- I'm control gonna is up. worth twenty five. Absolutely. Control. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna get control. Sekiro Rage. I'm trying to think. There was. Maybe another thing or two, but oh, the sunken, the sunken city, the sinking city, the sunken the, city, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna grab that. Um, and then there's a like, I still own Brightburn, and I was like the, you know, I saw the 4K's like 13 bucks. Sure, I mean, you know, this, this I like to go like after everybody's like. I do that too. Things. I go to Target. And I look and, at what's and then, left. Yeah, yeah, I look. They have all the movies out. I'm like, oh, I'll get that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll get that. I'll, exactly. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah. Yep. But anyway. I don't know if it's on sale, but I will tell you that uh, I have been playing uh, Outer Worlds. I think Outer Worlds is on sale for Black Friday. I could be wrong. And I've been playing um, Luigi's Mansion 3, which I don't know mm-hmm. if that one's on sale. Actually, you know what I might ask Probably for, for Christmas is Ring <laughs> Fit Adventures, just because, you know, mm-hmm. why not? Um, but anyway, so Outer Worlds is interesting. It's like, you know, it's made by um, Obsidian, and it's very much like, you know, in the vein of, you know, the modern Fallout games or... Mm-hmm. Um, somewhat of a you know kind of Skyrimish type of thing, and um, but so they did it, Vegas, right? New Vegas. They did New Vegas, yeah. And okay. so it's it's very much New Vegasy in that you're you know, you've got these um very charismatic and w- kind of well fleshed out companions, and then it's first person, but you can slow down time and shoot people, mm-hmm. and and in some ways it's it, they they it's like they've just kind of taken modern RPGs which have just become like incredibly complex and they've taken a lot of things out of it that are just like you don't need this you don't need this you don't need this mm-hmm. um and and made it a lot more streamlined and it's only like i say only 30 or 40 hours but when you consider a game like New Vegas or Skyrim or mm-hmm. you know Fallout 4 i mean those are 100 200 hour games mm-hmm. um and it's incredibly easy on normal because your companions don't run out of ammo and they'll <laughs> just run headlong in and just fucking massacre everything. It's like <laughs> I have like I'm playing my typical like snarky, hacky, thiefy person. I'm stealing everything and just if it's not nailed down, I'm, I'm stealing it. Um, but the the systems are cool. Like like if you if you get a uh, like a set of armor that you really like because maybe it boosts a skill for you, you don't have to like you know ten hours into the game get rid of it because you found something better. You can pay money to to upgrade it so that mm. maybe it starts off as a six and now you're finding armor at like a ten, but they don't have the skill buff you want. You can just pay some of your money to um, upgrade it. And then you can have it be a ten. So there's a lot of flexibility in, in things like the weapons and the armor, and kind of you can you can add mods, you can you can tinker with them to make them better, you can break them down if you don't want them, you can sell them that type of thing. But they still cling to certain things like, you know, for me, I just the the idea of an inventory limit is just it's so to me like like if you're willing to accept in outer worlds that you can get shot in the face fifteen mm. times. And then eat an apple and be okay. (laughs) 
sure. Then I think we can all agree that inventory limits don't need right. to be a thing. Like if you're willing yeah. to believe that an apple allows you to scoop your brains, scrape them off the wall, put them mm-hmm. back in your head, and now you're right as rain or regenerate mm-hmm. health because you drank a soda. Like, I yeah. think we can go, you know what? We don't need limits because they're just a pain in the ass. Yes. All they do is they just make it so that you've got to, in the middle, in the field, go, ugh, okay, let me break this down, break that down, or find a bench mm-hmm. or do this or do that. And it's just busy work. So why right. have it? If I, if you, if I want to be a pack rat and scroll through 16 pages of sawed off shotguns, then fucking let me. What, what the fuck? <laughs> right. I mean, honestly, what do you care? <laughs> like, um, the, I think the first, uh, Oh fuck! The guys that make Skyrim and and uh, Fallout, like the real Fallout, mm-hmm. like, oh, uh, Bethesda. Bethesda, yeah, yeah. The first, the first one, any type of game like that I ever played was Oblivion, mm-hmm. and uh, and like I didn't understand that that was going to be an issue. Mm-hmm. So like. Like I'm running around with like 67 skulls in my pack and shelves. I just pick up every garbage, broken That's candles. What I, I do too. I pick up everything, right? And I'm like, why the fuck am I so slow all of a sudden? Yeah. And yeah. it was like, oh, I have too much weight. What the fuck is that? That's stupid. Yeah. Like, it's a video game. Right. Like, yep. Yeah. So I, I yeah. <laughs> I feel your pain. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, so it it's one of those things where. I, you know, I mean, I'm enjoying it. Don't get me wrong, but there's there's just aspects to it that I'm like, we just we just don't need this to be a thing anymore. Like, it's just mm. not it's just not necessary. So let's how about we just don't do it, you know? Mm. But you know, the companions are good, and you know, and I mean, they have a lot of personality, and it's it's all built in this kind of the backbone is this capitalistic system that's destroying everyone's lives. So you know, hey, it's perfect because hey, welcome to 2019, 2020. Sure. You know, whatever. Um, but um, and then I'm playing Luigi's, Luigi's Mansion Three. So I I love Luigi's Mansion on the GameCube, and mm-hmm. I played Dark Moon, and I could not get into it. And it was funny because I actually thought the other day I was like, you know, I really couldn't get into Dark Moon, but I'm 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 kind of enjoying Three. Maybe I'll go back and play it. And I was like, oh shit, I can't because I don't have a 3DS or a DS anymore. You know how long it's been since mm. that's been the case, right? Jesus. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean it. It looks amazing, and and it, it. I mean, they've added some different mechanics where, like, you can shoot, um, like suction cup or not suction cups, um, plungers to things, mm-hmm. and then you can. It's got like a like a string attached to it, and you can pick stuff up and fling them. But then you know, Gooigi, who's your double, uh, you know, mm-hmm. they they have these puzzles that involve like the both of you, you know, kind of doing stuff or whatnot. But you know, it it's it, it, the the thing for me that ends up kind of being a pain is the 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 lock-on controls like yeah. because it's not first person i have the fucking hardest time like locking onto ghosts you know using the mm-hmm. flashlight locking onto ghosts and all that stuff and and i mean they they have things that could kind of make it easier like you can buy these bones and then if you run out of health like your dog will come and um and like revive you or whatnot um but it's like you know the um the 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 aiming and the locking and the moving and the it just it's so clunky and and I just mm-hmm. feel like not that it's purposefully that way but more like they're like yeah no nobody else has a problem with it and I'm like don't they though <laughs> you know, right. like I bet That's they do like it's interesting you say that because like I've like I said when we were doing like before we started recording like I've heard so many things about this game and like it seems to be that like half half of the things I'm hearing is like a sleeper hit for game of the year. And the other half that I'm hearing is like, man, it'd be great if we weren't these fucking controls. Yeah. So I, I'd be interested. Like, I'm, I want to play it, but I, it, I'm interested it, to see where I would fall on, on which side of the spectrum. <laughs> it, it looks amazing. Like, I mean, it looks fantastic. Like, I mean, Nintendo just, I mean, they are just the top of their game, right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. they, they, their character animations, just the, the personality, the, the settings, the the puzzles, the even the ghosts. I mean, it's just it's ta- it's like you know. I mean, it's like Pixar level shit, right? Like, I mean, they just right. are absolutely amazing at this shit. Um, mm. You know, but but yeah, the controls can be somewhat frustrating. But you know, at the same time, I figure you know, as long as if there's things like I don't mind you know spending money on on things like the bones that'll help me you know get um, 
you know, brought back to life if I fuck up or whatever. Like, I mean, I shouldn't have to waste that, but I don't, you know what? I don't care. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not that big of a deal. Um, but, you know, I, I, I agree with you that, that it's, it's definitely not, it, it's, it definitely needs work, you know, but I don't think because it's not first person. I don't, I mean, I guess they could do some kind of lock on, but I, at the same time they go, well, that might make it a little bit too easy. I don't yeah. Know. Well, I remember that was how like, the the first the G1 PSP got around only having the one analog stick mm-hmm. was like for SOCOM and shit there was or, or even like siphon filter those games were great on the system because at that point that was the most like advanced shit you'd ever seen on a handheld right but only having one analog stick and it was like well how do you work the camera and it was like oh shit we're going back to the the old days where you know we have a D-pad and uh, four buttons for right. the camera Right. And so they remedied that by adding the, the lock on thing. Right. And yeah, like it, it kind of did make things somewhat easier. Like, but I mean, if the other option was to use the face buttons for the camera, like you needed that. Right. Because fuck that shit. Right. Right. Yeah. But I think it's definitely worth playing, if anything, just to see. I mean, I, I, you keep forgetting it's a handheld. but And, and now, mm. like. I mean, you know, I mean, it's like a like an Android tablet, essentially. Right. And I mean, right. it it's fucking looks amazing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, it's I, it'll be like, interesting kinda, to see kind of what where the game goes from where I am. I mm-hmm. don't know why Luigi consistently like he you know, you think by now when he he's like, oh, hey, I, I want a contest. It's a free stay. No, motherfucker. Somebody's trying to murder you. Like you need to <laughs> you need to not yeah. accept <laughs> these coupons just because you get a mailer that says you know there's a timeshare available you don't have to go to all of them man like <laughs> just fucking relax dude but right. at the same time he gets no love so i can understand sure. why he's like i just you know he just wants to contribute mm. so and then um so real quick of course we've all been playing destiny it's what we do it's our lives and uh so now that i've hit nine nine fifty you know i i i when we were playing the other night i said it and i i'm saying it now i think that like this whole idea of oh you know you just uh experience and pinnacle gear is how you're going to kind of keep going up the levels mm. i just i feel like unless their seasonal story stuff is just um, fucking amazing like that's just not going to be enough like mm. um because i know personally I, I'm not going to do pinnacle stuff every week because it's it's just too hard for me. Yeah. And 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 even if I was willing to do it, that's one thing. Like I'm not gonna right. raid every week. I don't have a group to do that. I'm not, you know, you know, I don't know if I can do a dungeon every week. Once the haunted mm-hmm. forest, I haven't been able to do nine branches yet, much less do them, you know, again, you know. Mm. So um so to to get the pinnacle stuff, it's like I don't know if there's a path forward for me. So then it's what I just do whatever, and then I, I do it enough, and I go up like one level, maybe, which I guess maybe would be one, good, yeah. I guess. But I, you know, unless they they've just got a ton of stuff, you know, in in the upcoming seasons, I I just I don't know. Well, I think like it, it'll be interesting to see, I guess what happens because this is like so this season was not only a new season but also a new content drop Mm -hmm. so it's really going to be interesting to see what happens for the next season because you know know the final thing for this season will be the 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 vex Vex invasion invasion final assault thing right and who even knows what that is but then it's like after that then what because i'm going to keep playing it because it's all i do but yeah for for people who because i want to do the dungeon uh yeah, and I'd love to do the dungeon. Like, I'm not saying I won't do it. I just don't, you know. If and I mean, it's possible that once you know how to do it, it's something you could do yeah, every it's, week. It's way easier, right? Yeah. But you know, I. But yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, and they don't like you said before. Like they, they don't really tell you what is upcoming, and they, they're still kind of not right. I know the next season is what season of dawning. Cause I guess yeah. or season of light or something like that. Cause obviously it's, it's getting into Christmas and they'll do the dawning again. Right. Um, the dawning is traditionally not my favorite, uh, event in destiny, but you know, we'll, we'll see what kind of content there is to go along with that. But I mean, right. who knows? Yeah. 
I don't know. But anyway, my, my, I mean, I really like it. I like playing it, but I, I'm also, I'm just not one that I'm like, well, I'm going to keep, you know, playing it week after week, mm. you know, doing the same stuff over and over again in the hopes that I get enough to boost my power level. I mean, I, I need a, I need some, I need either need new story stuff or like, <clears throat> like a quest to get a new thing. It, you know, mm. for me, it's just not enough to kind of just keep doing the same. And, and the seasonal stuff is, you know, f- for the artifact, I mean, it's great and all, but it's not like, mm. it's not, you know, like life changing to where to me, I feel like right. it's worth it. Yeah. Um, like I, it'll, uh, you know, we'll see how I feel about it. I'm chasing that armor set right now. So I have to get my, artifact maxed out but like say if that happens if that does happen and then if i don't like the armor for nick then i don't know what i'm gonna do right I and mean, i have other shit that i could be playing but yeah this is all what those, i like to play so all those games you're gonna get at black friday well i have i have games from black friday two years ago that i haven't even played yet so <laughs> <laughs> there is that yeah there is that all right um so we have four, like I said, we have four movies to talk about. What do you want to talk about first? Uh, you know, you want do you want to get three from hell out of the way because I know you don't. <laughs> sure. You don't like it. You hate Rob Zombie movies. So. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So three from hell is the uh, it's the the third of the the um, the trilogy that started with uh, so Devil's Reject was it well, House, House of a Thousand, Thousand Corpses, Corpses first, yeah. and then um, three from hell. So. Uh, essentially, you know the 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 three there. They're they're in jail, and then surprise, they're not in jail anymore. And yeah. um, they well, kind of they they appeared to be dead at the end of Devil's Rejects. Yeah. They, oh, that's right. House of a Thousand Corpses was first, right? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So at the end of three, uh, the end of Devil's Rejects, we thought the Firefly <clears throat> family went out in a hail of bullets, but it turns out that no matter how many times you shoot regular people who just happen to be insane, that you know, we take them to the hospital, and turns out eventually they're okay. Mm-hmm. And then we put them in jail. Uh, but yeah, I I like his movies. I like it. so the thing is, you either like his movies or you hate them. Mm-hmm. And there's no middle ground. Like nobody's like, yeah, they're all right. They're mm-hmm. like, yeah, whatever. I kind of like this one, not that one, because they're all done in the same style. So you you either dig his style or you don't. And this movie is is going to do absolutely nothing to change anyone's mind one way or the other. Yeah, it's it's not any worse than anything else he's done. It's not better than the best shit he's done. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's for me. I like his style because it's just like this grimy, greasy grindhouse seventies uh, exploitation kind of thing, only done in modern day, and. The, the my favorite thing about it is the people that he gets to be in his movies because mm-hmm. they're all these like these long you know working genre actors right and he puts them in his movies and whether or not like even the story makes any sense to me it just comes across as a celebration of these people and their careers and they just kind of are, are like given free reign to be as fucking insane as they want to be. And you can just tell they're having such a good time playing sort of in this sandbox uh, of this guy who, who was such a fan of watching them growing up and shit like that, that he's like, no, no, do what you did then. But like, we're doing it today and I want you to just, just go Mm -hmm. push it as far as you want to, Mm -hmm. because how many people, know who Sid Haig is today because he was Captain Spaulding. Sure. But, I mean, I've seen the guy for years, you know, or like, and and even somebody who's been in as much shit as Bill Mosley, like Mm -hmm. being Otis, you know, like, I mean, I always known him as Chop Top, but how many people knew who the fuck Bill Mosley was really before, you know, and it's like to to see somebody who's such a fan of, of genre film be able to make the versions of genre, genre films that he wants to make. I just love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that said, this one, number one, I, it's was not necessary. Like mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, just, I like house of thousand corpses for what it is. I love the devil's rejects. That should have been it. Mm-hmm. This felt unnecessary. 
Um, it was rushed, obviously. And my only other like comment I kind of have on it is I liked it. It was okay. Uh, it's not my least favorite Rob Zombie film. I can say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's definitely better than 31. Like the only good thing about 31 was Doomhead and the Hitler midget. And both of them are in this, but, uh, but, uh, like, I, I don't know. It just, it felt unnecessary. And I felt like the first, cause it's two hours. Mm. The first hour I thought was way better than the second hour. The second hour was just, it, it, uh, it was okay. But my main thing was like, the thing about his movies has always been how brutal and real they are. Like they feel like the yeah. violence is so realistic. Why? What's with all the CGI blood? This shit was so filled with CGI bullshit. I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, same here. I was so disappointed with it. I was like, really? Like, the the one thing that I expect is, like, this gritty, realistic, brutal violence. And this movie is filled with cartoon <laughs> blood, like, left and right. And I was like, okay, man. Like, I know it was rushed. I get that. Because it was like, filming has started and then, like two weeks later, it's like first trailer, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> like really?" Like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's okay if you like his shit. You may like it. It won't be your favorite one. If you hate his shit, you'll hate it. Yeah, it was literally one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Like mm. I could not stand it. It was it was every minute was torture. <laughs> and my wife You're was welcome. like, "Why are you watching it?" And I'm like, "Well, we're gonna talk about it." And and I was like, it's I I hate his movies. I hate them. I think they're terrible. And as even you know, like I, I understand your point of view. I get it, and I, I understand like I, it's good to have that perspective. But I'm like, you know, yeah, like it's great that he puts these people in these movies. But why do they have to be such terrible fucking movies? <laughs> like, and they don't say anything, and everybody is annoying as shit. So you have no one that you even want. Oh, that to, was that to was see the one other thing. You, like, you the there's nobody to root for because they're all fucking yeah. like how many fuck how many handlebar mustache what was the budget on mustache wax <laughs> for this movie because so, I think it was the same as for um, casting because these people were terrible <laughs> like how many handlebar mustaches do you need in one movie mm. like it just seemed like it seemed like too many like too many my other. My other thing I was going to mention when I was, because I knew this wasn't going to take long because I knew you hated it. Um, the other thing I was going to say I is like, out of, that, that at least, like, what did I say? That no. it, at least you can always count on Rob Zombie to make incredibly unwatchable movies. <laughs> yeah, right. No, but like, I, and I knew you hated his movies. And so we didn't even have to do this. I told you that. I was like, we no, don't have to do it. No, but I think it's, like, you know, I like to hear your perspective on things because anytime I really don't like something, I always like to hear the perspective of somebody who did because it gives me some understanding as to, you know, like why they like it. Like, I mean, then I don't, otherwise, I, you know, if it's just me talking to me, for one, I don't want that, but, you know. But no, so the one other thing I was going to say is like, I know that one of the main gripes <clears throat> that people who even like his movies have is that he puts his wife and everything. Ugh, she was awful. She's yes, she is. But I will say out of the, out of the trilogy, this one has the least annoying baby out of the three. I like she I'll was tolerable. No, I, I disagree hundred percent. I think she was awful. No, I'm saying, but I'm saying in, in the three as baby and yeah, this I guess. one, I liked baby better than in, in either of the other two. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you so, that. Yeah. And, and I guess for the, me... Like, like she I, didn't do the Dollar General like Harley Quinn laugh the whole time <laughs> in this one. Oh, God. Yes. Yeah. So... You're right. She gets points for that for me. That's true. I, You know, I just... I genuinely... Like, I just don't understand... I don't understand them. And and I, if I... I'm, I'm willing to put up with stuff if I get it. Like, if I'm like, okay, yeah, it's just not for me, but I at least I get it. I just don't... Mm-hmm. It's just not for me, but I don't even... Honestly, I don't even get it. But, <laughs> you know, whatever. I don't have to get it, so... All right, move on. Uh, yeah, I mean, but I, I mean, if if this is if this is your thing and you like his stuff, then you know, by all means, it is not it is not the worst thing he's done. So, what would you say is Halloween Curse of the Curses or whatever the hell it is? Halloween. 
No, he only did Halloween and H two. There's no. There's. No. <laughs> I, I was thinking Cult of Chucky. For whatever I said Halloween, which probably in my head was Cult of Chucky, which he had nothing to do with, and has nothing to do with Halloween. Well, and then my brain well, translated it to so to Halloween Curse of Curses, Curse of Curses. <laughs> which is coming so, 2020. Be on the no, lookout. Halloween is, 2020. So there is. So there is Halloween six. Which began its its existence as Halloween six six six, the Curse of Michael Myers. Oh, see, see, I knew that. And um, then that it just became, and then it just became Halloween, the Curse of Michael Myers. Yeah, that so. was a test for you to see if you knew. So good job, you yeah, passed. I, I did know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got it. You're gonna, you're a winner. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> true. Congratulations, you win the gold star because you translated my dumb speak into uh, something that made it seem like I wasn't like, completely off. No, the, oh, off I fucked rails. up. It was Halloween 666, the origin of Michael Myers. God damn and it. And they dropped the 666 and made it just Halloween, curse, the curse of Michael Myers. Curse of curses. Like you said, the curse of curses. Yeah. Yeah. Come to the near you. Okay, so uh, next. So this was a movie that... Um, I actually enjoyed quite a bit. I was a little hesitant when I saw the trailers because it just seemed kind of like, you know, anytime you try to do movies for horror movies, not for adults, there's the potential that you're going to end up like kind of distilling it to the point where even like the audience, intended audience is like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Uh, And that's uh, scary stories to tell in the dark, which um, Mm -hmm. I enjoyed quite a bit. You know, when I, I, I never read any of the books, I don't really have like a deep, you know, love or, or anything where I'm like, oh, I remember seeing pictures of this, that, or the other. Um, so, so uh, I did have that. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and because yeah. I read these books when I was a kid, I read these books that were all about possession. And it would always, mm. it was always three friends in high school. And one of them, like, wanted to be, like, on the basketball team or the football team or the lacrosse team or band or the play or whatever. Pick an extracurricular activity, and this motherfucker wanted to be mm. in it. And then he couldn't be. And then he was, and his friends noticed he was acting weird. He was a little more irritable. Or maybe he had more confidence. Mm. Or he was hanging out with mm. different people. And then yada, 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 turns out he sold his soul to the devil. Uh, I was about there to was say, like so you basically 30 you read Jennifer's these, Body, but the Hardy Boys version. They, there was, I don't remember <laughs> the series. There was like a million of these fucking books, and I read every goddamn one of them. I loved them. <laughs> they had them at the library, and they had all on the same shelf, and I would just go and read one. They were like, what was the, not Garanimals, that's children's clothing. What was the right. Animorphs? Uh, oh, yeah, you yeah. Know, like, it was like that, but it was like tween, it was like a weird series. It was like, okay, what if we told tweens the devil is real and you could get awesome shit from him if you just sold your soul? <laughs> and if you had friends, maybe they'd help you. But if you didn't, well, yeah, oh, well. hope you packed your shorts, son, because it's about to get warm. <laughs> And I read them all, and I fucking loved them. Nice. I loved them to death. Um, and so, you know, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark kind of, that was like, I was always kind of equated it with that type of thing. Like, it was like horror books mm-hmm. for young kids. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, I, I, I vividly remember uh, these books. And I, it was the art that drew me into them. Like, and, yep. Because at that time, because I remember uh, the first one, I I literally remember... Uh, uh, because now like my kids in their school, like they, they bring books to the school mm-hmm. and then they, you're supposed to either give the kids your, the money or, or they, you go in with them after school or whatever. And you, and you go into the library and there's like this massive, like these, these setups of all these books. So when I was in school at my kids ages, we got like this little flyer, this mm-hmm. little, like little paper and, and you could put a check mark on the yeah, book. Yeah, 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 for the, yep, you know, and then book your parents, fair, yeah, yep. Right. They get, so the book fair now comes to the school back then. It was just a paper. Yeah. And then you, you gave the check and then the books eventually, it was like the <laughs> nine months school, late. Right? And then when you graduated right. high school, they right. handed you your yeah. diploma and <laughs> the stack of books you ordered in yeah. third grade. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> There's this big duffel bag full of <laughs> like, Oh, cat in a hat. Oh, does he like green eggs and ham? I don't know. I've been waiting all this time. (laughs) (laughs) So, so 
I remember ordering the first book in third or fourth grade just because of the artwork, because the artwork, it's a very distinct style. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like, and I was afraid of everything back then. So like, that's how much I must've dug this art oh, wow. on the cover because I, I wanted this book. And I think there was like three of them total. Mm-hmm. And if there's more, like I need to get them, but I, I know I have, I have the first three and I have the copies that I got when I was in like fourth or fifth grade and shit. So what was on the cover? But, was it the scarecrow? Uh, so the one of them has this like bald, almost skeletal man with a pipe in his mouth. Okay. Uh, no, the scarecrow's not, I don't think the scarecrow's in the cover of any of them that I have. Okay. But I remember that story. Yeah. Like, being in the book and i remember so the movie uh i loved it by the way loved yeah, it loved i thought it was great it. one of my favorites of the year fucking it, it was like i never read goosebumps books because i was too old mm-hmm. but i loved that movie like that movie is so much fun that's like that's like pure halloween just fucking fan service like yeah and if you read the books i'm sure it's even better mm-hmm. um so this movie is like goosebumps but like for slightly older kids mm-hmm it's kind of the feel I got from it. Yeah. Uh, but like, and it's, it's, it does a really good job of telling the story that incorporates like several of the stories mm-hmm. from within the the book series. And it not only does that, but it, it, there's also other little things it throws in. And like, I was surprised at how many things it kicked off like a memory. And I was like, Oh shit. I remember that. Like the, like my favorite one, was when they went to visit the old lady mm-hmm. and she turns on the the music box. Yeah. And she started playing the song mm-hmm. and she was like, never laugh. Oh no. She says, you may be the next to die. And I was like, Oh my God, you never laugh when the hearse goes by. Cause you may be the next to die. Like I remember yeah. that <laughs> Yeah, when I was in fourth fucking grade mm-hmm. and I hadn't thought of it since then. Right. But as soon as she said it, right. Like it triggered that memory. And like, there's so many things like the spiders yeah. and the, the fat girl or whatever the pale lady. you call her. Yeah. Yeah. The pale lady. Yeah, yeah. Like there's so many, so many things in the movie. Like it's just, it's just like such a nostalgia thing, but it's crazy having this not been the thing that I've like even really thought about other than, Hey man, those books had sick art right. since I was a kid. And then like watching this movie, like so many of, of these memories that like of, of the stories coming back. Like I, I love the shit out of it. Yeah. And for me, like who had no connection to it at all, I just was like, wow, this is actually, this is just a really well done movie The you know, the mm. kids were, they were all, you know, very likable and they were, you know, they, they, they were great actors. The, the setting was great. It, it, everything fit well in terms of like why these stories are being told and what's going on. Um, and then kind of the, 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 the rationale behind it but then everything mm. was like creepy as fuck like there was some pretty mm-hmm. like like creepy ass things like the kid with the stew and like that was me in high school oh like, i just, remember I that story stew, yeah. you know yeah. uh over the sink that's me now and then you know he pulls the fucking toe out of yeah. his mouth like no yeah. sir um literally but, um, that that one brought the story back i was like i forgot about that but holy shit that 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 story had a couple of because like most of the most of the stories didn't have a page of art associated with them. Like the art was kind of like, it was like cycle of werewolf, right? Like you'd be reading the book and then you turn the page. It's like, Oh, there's like this, this yeah, yeah, one yeah. page spread of artwork. Right. But yeah, the, <laughs> the, who took my toe yeah. art was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. And then they, they took like the, for the jangly man in the book, I guess they took like a mm. bunch of like three different kind of stories and put them together. But you know, so mm. Guillermo del Toro was like an executive producer of this movie. And you could tell mm. because like one of the things that's great about it is how much practical, how much of the monster work is like yes. practical effects. Yep. It's not, it's not, um, uh, CGI. And that was important to them, you know, to, mm-hmm. to be able to, to recreate the looks and, and the art, because it was such a distinctive art style was to make sure that, Hey, you know, we've got the, um, the right, um, the right look and the right feel and the, and the way to get that is through actual latex and rubber and practical effects yep. and building the scarecrow and building, you know, getting a contortionist to play the jangly man and doing the suit and all that stuff. And I mean, it is mm-hmm. such a, like when you talk, I mean, it is, it, it's such a difference. Like, I mean, I don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like there's amazing things that can be done with CGI and obviously you can like, you know, 
accentuate stuff with it. But there is such, when you take the time and you have people that know the craft of making practical effects, especially for something like a horror movie, it looks just so much more realistic. Um, mm-hmm. And it makes such a huge difference because then, you know, no, you know, you're not pulled out of the story. You're not like, it's just, it looks real and it's, it's, it's just creepy as shit. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I thought I thought it was great. Like, I mean, to me, you know, I just if my kids watched movies, uh, you know, which you know, <laughs> maybe one day, fingers crossed, right? Um, but, um, you know, th- this I could see this would be something where if you're like, okay, I don't know, you that you don't know if you like horror. All right, well, watch this. See how see how yeah. this one grabs you. If you like this, then there's other places we can go. Um, right. Yeah, but, like I'm I'm watching it. Uh, because the like the like I said the Blu-ray hit this week, I was disappointed. Number one that I uh, I didn't get to see it in the theaters because it was when I was in uh in Birmingham with Dad. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm disappointed that the Blu-ray didn't come out in time for me to watch it. Yeah, in the Halloween season because this is absolutely another one that's going to be in the rotation now. Yeah, it's a Halloween time because it's a, it's a great fucking Halloween movie. Yeah. Yeah, and and I mean, and they left it open really well that if they want it, you know, that, mm-hmm. that it's not everything's not resolved, so they can do something else, right. you know. Yep. Um, yep. And I, I I really hope that they do. Um, so. Similar uh, in terms of like Halloween rotations is uh, another one, um, an anthology uh, mm-hmm. with um, Mickey. They say Mickey Rourke's in the interstitials, and he is, but there's not nearly enough Mickey Rourke in this movie. Um, well. What movie can say it has enough Mickey Rourke in it, though? That's true, uh, and that is that is uh, Nightmare Cinema, which you can watch on Shutter. Yeah. Uh, yep. By the way, it's and a Shutter, you should. It's a Shutter exclusive. Um, essentially, uh, there is a movie theater, and weird shit. Uh, basically, you go to it, and uh, they'll show movies of you dying, <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. and everybody has a different story, uh, and. Uh, you know, kind of, of, uh, of what's happening. And then, um, uh, it all kind of ties together at the end, but it, um, I don't know if the, are the individual stories told by different filmmakers? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, like good ones. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See, so, see you, this is, you know, I, I know so little about this stuff, but, um, I, I like them because they're, they're all different. Like there's, and there's one, like the woman with the, you know, with the kids waiting at the doctor's office, I still don't know yeah. what the fuck that was about. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So there's there's some you know there's some uh, some stories that that they kind of feel like they're starting off one way and then they change and you're like, oh, that was weird. Um, mm. And then there's some stuff that's kind of out of left field. But you know, I mean, horror anthologies are I mean are hit or miss. Like sometimes there'll be some really good parts and sometimes there'll be some like eh. But I like this one. You know, I, I thought that it uh, it kind of kept folks, it kind of kept the viewer on their toes in terms of like what was coming next, and it wasn't like the traditional. Um, you know, like if, if if it seemed like oh well, this is the slasher story, then there was a twist to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And then Mickey Rourke played the projectionist, but I mean, he was not right. in it very much at all. Right, right. So Mick Garris did did that one, uh, the projectionist, and then he also did uh, Dead. I'm trying to remember what Dead was. Yeah. I don't know, but anyway, the whole thing was for me. Uh, I loved this. I loved every second of the two hour runtime because it felt to me like the spiritual successor or sequel to uh, tales of Halloween, mm-hmm. which I also loved like that movie is like Neil Marshall and like all like so many directors that I love all telling these stories set on, on a Halloween night mm-hmm. and they're all kind of interconnected. This to me, even though like it doesn't necessarily take place on Halloween night, like it's in the same vein of that movie. Yeah. Uh, the people involved in it, or in the same vein of the talent that was there. Like the guy that did one of the dead, uh, uh, did, uh, the one with the slasher in the woods, mm-hmm. uh, Joe Dante, uh, Joe Dante did the one with the, the lady having uh plastic surgery. Oh God. Um, that one was creepy as hell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, David Slade did this way to egress, which, uh, he did, um, hard candy in like 30 days of night and Bandersnatch. Oh, like wow. he's like, wow. Yeah. So, uh, and then the other one was and the one that I texted you, where I said it was a missed opportunity to have um, uh, Gwen Stefani be the demon or whatever, 
or in the it's my shit. Uh, it's my shit. Right. It's my shit. It's my. So the the guy that directed that segment was the guy that did Midnight Meat Train. Oh God, God, I haven't thought about yeah. that movie in forever. This fucking this movie is like it, it's for it's criminally under like under publicized and under. Uh, I mean, I, I just don't understand. Like, why yeah. make this and then not promote it? Because it's so fucking good, yeah. And nobody's heard of it, right? Even on Shutter, they don't really be like, "Hey, you need to watch this." These are the people who made this, right? Like, you know these people. This is an amazing movie. Yeah, I mean, I had you know, obviously, I, I had no idea that all those people. I mean, every all that stuff you talk, I was like, "Yeah, I've seen that." I've, I mean, Thirty Days a Night, come yeah. on, it's like the best vampire movie, one of the best vampire movies ever made. Yep. It's also one of the best comic book movies ever made. Oh we're yeah, about absolutely. That. Yeah, because it follows the book real fucking close. So yep, yep. Um, but no, I mean it's and and uh, I mean you know they they did their kind of thirty days of Halloween and they're like oh yeah you should watch it but um, yeah I mean as far as like kind of promoting it in um, in regards to everybody who's in it or uh, who's involved in making it they they definitely God, uh, did even not. Joe like Joe Dante really and you're yeah. not gonna say like hey. Joe Dante did one of these. <laughs> like, right. Okay. Yeah. All right, Whatever. man. What? Yep. All right. Um, so last but not least is a, um, I don't know. Is it on, is Satanic Panic on Shudder? I don't think, I don't think so. so. Uh, but it's got it, Shudder written all over it. it. It will be. Yeah. If it's not, if it's not there now, I'm sure it will be soon. So Satanic Panic is, um, it's a, it's fun. It's goofy as fuck. It's not scary. Um, it, 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 it Rebecca Romine stay. Well, she's not Rebecca Romine Stamos anymore. Right. I think they're, I don't think no, they're together anymore. Rebecca Romaine or whatever um, her name is. Um, and, uh, Jerry O'Connell very briefly mm-hmm. is in it. And, um, <laughs> trying to remember who else like i didn't i don't recognize the the two the act the, the kind of the main actresses I, I think the one girl was like it was her first movie the main uh, girl the uh the pizza delivery woman or judy yeah. no judy i've seen in other things okay the, the, well, i had the so. daughter rebecca reminds daughter i've seen her in other things i just can't remember i've seen her in other things for sure yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i just yeah. can't remember but anyway so it tells the story of this girl she's a pizza delivery girl and she needs money, and so she goes to the kind of wealthier district of the city uh, because she hopes that they'd be bigger, better tippers, and they're not. And rather than just cut her losses and leave, she kind of goes into the house and is like, hey, you know, I delivered like 16 pizzas. I would like a tip. And they are Satanists, and they want a yep. virgin. Um, yep. <laughs> to, uh, so that they can, basically, she can have... Um, not Beelzebub's baby, but one of the princes of hell. I forget the name of the. Oh, I knew it when name. when she said it. I was like, "Oh yeah, that dude." Yeah, I'd heard it before, but yeah. I can't. Remember. You can't watch fifteen seasons of Supernatural and not just be able to right. turn them off. <laughs> you know, like, right. like, oh, Ball, yeah, fuck Ball. That dude's. You don't want anything to do with him. You know, whatever. Right, like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that guy. Yeah, he's not great. You know, like. <laughs> but anyway. Um, so uh yeah so she she ends up you know being captured by satanists and then uh she's um obviously doesn't want to have satan's baby uh and then um ends up teaming up with Rebecca Romine's daughter who also was going to be sacrificed to satan and then uh things kind of go from there and like i said it's not scary at all Mm-mm, um no. i mean there's some gross it's a comedy yeah it's, it's comedy there's some gross parts sure um but even the gore is is not that bad i mean it's it's pretty uh it, sure. it's it's pretty um uh tame i guess I, well i don't know if i'd call it tame i i get i don't know if i have a very i don't know if i have a good understanding you know what <laughs> it's it's kind of tame until the finale and you're like oh well, yeah, shit, you're right. Real. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When the when the Satan orgy breaks out, and you're like, "Well, that wasn't a thing yeah. up until now." Right. Yeah. That kind of yeah. That went in a direction I wasn't expecting based on everything I've seen, like up until then. But now, so it's like, so I wanted to see this because I heard some good things, and and uh, it's it was written or partially written by uh, the guy who did We Are Still Here, mm. and that that movie Mohawk that we watched that you mm-hmm. love so much because it had the the dinner theater 
level costumes, but uh, <laughs> but it's like I was so interested in it because it was like it's like the directorial debut of this girl, this woman Chelsea Stardust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and I'm like, okay, and so I'm in, right? You tell me that, I'm like, okay, it's got good buzz. It's Ted Geogon or Geo Jahan or fucking however you say it. We are still here, guy. And then, like, you know, it looked kind of punk rock and shit right. from the trailers. And I'm like, okay, like, I, you know, I'm, I, I want to watch it. And I was surprised at the level of, of people, even if there was only like a cameo or like a brief, like you said, a brief kind of uh, part of the movie that were involved in it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. And so I'm watching it and I'll, like, all I got, the vibe I got from so much of it was like, this is, this is goofy. Mm hmm. Evil Dead One, like yeah, like the 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 interactions and the gore and and the violence and everything to me red is like Evil Dead but kind of goofier or somewhat more innocent maybe yeah I guess I think I innocent is probably yeah a, a good way to put and it and then uh and then holy shit did it go off the kind of go off the rails a bit towards the end and I'm I think I had a really good time with it up until the finale and then I was like huh right. Like, <laughs> Like, uh, I don't know. It got kind of weird at the right. end. And I don't know that I really dug the ending, but like it was so fun up until then. Yeah. That I, I think I ended up, I ended up liking it, but I don't know, maybe not as much as I thought I was going to based on the first hour or so. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that, you know, it, yeah. I mean, at the end, the way, kind of the way she gets out of it, you're like, okay, that's, mm-hmm. you know, you know, they kind of, it was mm-hmm. one of those things that like, it relies on, you having heard and something and, and 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 kind of processed it earlier in the movie, and then they they kind of mm-hmm. take advantage of that. Um, and it fit. It wasn't like some innocuous thing yeah. where, like you know, like, yeah, a, no, like no. some kind of murder mystery where you know the whole who done it hinges on some weird obscure thing that nobody would have noticed. It's not like that at all. Um, right. But um, yeah, I, I I think I I agree with you that it didn't feel kind of like the same um the same movie um mm-hmm. at the end as it did um you know kind of leading up to it but um yeah so but no, still and I, I wanted more of her friends like i her friends were hilarious oh the guys at the like the guys, guys yeah start yeah, yeah. Like it needed more of them. <laughs> yeah, but they did do um they did do kind of the same thing as like in haunt right where like mm-hmm. you know they call the one guy over and you're like oh okay this you know this guy's been kind of like a, a douchebag and he's gonna he's gonna be what saves her no <laughs> mm-hmm. oh yeah and that was um oh what's his name fuck hold on I know the guy's name oh uh, Adam Bowen yeah uh who was almost unrecognizable because he's lost so much weight and he had a a weird seventies mustache a yeah. porn stash but yeah. Yep. And I was like, holy shit, even he's in this. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, yep. Yep. So, um, yeah. But I mean, you know, there's four to watch, you know, you, if you, if you, yeah. if you, two, two solid A's, uh, if you like Rob Zombie, I guess, uh, probably a C maybe. C minus. And then, C-. and then, uh, and then uh, I think, I think Satanic Panic would be a pretty decent B. You know, I think you, you yeah. enjoy yourself. If so you know what uh, you're getting into for sure. Yeah. So I'm disappointed that, you know, kind of what I've read of Dr. Sleep so far has not been promising. Um, really? Kind of, yeah. Oh, I, you know, I was kind of hoping to that it would, you know, I would, the reviews would be better. Um, but I haven't read like, I've only read like sort of reactions from, from people on Twitter that I follow and every bit of it's been super positive. Yeah. But you know, I mean, I, and I'm not, I'm not, not to dunk on Twitter, but I mean, I, you know, I'm the same way. I don't, you know, I, I think that I, I don't know how much of that has to do with, Hey, if you're like a huge fan of the, um, the book as opposed to, mm. you know, just kind of coming into it somewhat cold and just kind of, being interested in knowing kind of what the movie itself is. Um, oh, okay. But, um, and I, and I mean, they have to, you know, they, they have to, the movie has to thread a needle that the book didn't have to, mm-hmm. you know, the, the movie has True. Yeah. to deal with the shining. Right. And, and, and the version of the shining, the Stanley, Stanley Kubrick version of the shining that mm-hmm. the book doesn't have to, you know, and the book, you know, the overlook 
you know, is in the book. It's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a huge part of it, but you know, at the end of the book, the overlook is gone, you know, burned down. Uh, Well, that didn't happen in the movie. So, you know, it kind of has to, you know, be its own thing, but then also be beholden to this iconic thing that, you know, isn't as big of a deal in the book. So, I mean, I still want to see it. I don't know if I'll go to the theater to see it, which I'm disappointed in because I, I kind of wanted to. Do I that. want to. I still want to. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. For me, it's tomorrow I, I, will be my only opportunity to do so after work. So if I go, it'll be tomorrow after work. But yeah. Yeah. You know, just like, um, you know, I was, I was kind of disappointed that the reviews of Terminator weren't kind of all that great because I was like, well, it seems fun. I might go. But I, yeah. I just it's just too much time and. For me it's to, too hard for me to get to a fucking theater. Just yeah. Honest. Like, just, I don't have the time. Right. So it kind of has to be, if not a slam dunk, then at least there's got to be enough there, you know, for me to want to take the time to do it, essentially. Yeah. So, right. Um, but we'll see. I'm like, I read Dr. Sleep. I thought it was perfectly fine. Like, I've read every Stephen King book, and, I mean, it wasn't by any means my favorite. It wasn't the worst book he's ever written. You know, it kind of mm-hmm. was just there. Like, it was... It was fine. Like, I, it felt to me, and I, I know I don't ever like to call uh, something that somebody spent work, like, time and effort on unnecessary. Mm. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think that, you know, the, the Kubrick version of Shining just looms so large to yeah. where it's almost overtaken the book. And I remember reading the book and being scared shitless by the book. Mm. But it's not like something like It, where the book was terrifying and then the movie did a good job of translating the book you know mm. and then you could draw a number of parallels and see differences and understand those differences and that type of thing and like you have a book that was one thing and then a movie that's so incredibly different that the guy who wrote yeah. the book was like fuck that thing and then they did right. the thing that matched the book and viewers were like well fuck that thing you know like mm, right. you know and so and now you've got this new movie and it's like okay but you know, and my experience the book is said it's really fucking good. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my experience of Stephen King's sequels is that they are, with the exception of The Dark Tower, and even some of that stuff just got like way into the weeds. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I've read stuff of his that then has he's kind of written a sequel to, I've not, I've never been as impressed with the sequel as I was mm-hmm. with the, the that's original a good one. point. Yeah, that's a good um, point. And Dr. Sleep was the same way. It was perfectly fine. I mean, like, I read his stuff and I just keep it's they're page turners, but you know, yeah, no yeah. but um, you know, in terms of like t- to stand next to The Shining, I mean, it's just it just really yeah. can't, right? Um, so for me, the movie would have had to have been yeah. like gangbusters. And just to kind yeah. of read the reviews I did, I was just like, all right, well, like I said, I'll watch it. It's just not going to be something I think I really kind of rush out to. Uh, Man, homeboy stopped doing coke. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting once, you know, after he had his accident, you could kind of see yeah, a lot right. of that stuff weaving into. But I mean, not to say, like, I've read, like, The Outsider. I'm really excited to see that movie because I love mm-hmm. that book. I thought that book was fantastic. Um, and um, I'm trying to think uh, some of the other stuff. Uh, even, like, um, oh, shit, the TV show that. Um, That. Castle Rock? No, no, no. It's on um, Audience. Um, it's kind of like it, the name is something like Doctor Sleep, but I can't remember. Mister Mercedes. I oh, thought those right, books right, were right. great, and the TV show is really good. Um, you know, so uh, you know, so the, there's definitely a lot of stuff out there that we're getting good ad- adaptations on. And I'm not saying this movie's going to be bad. It's just not hasn't unfortunately has kind of risen to the level of like, okay, I'm going to really make an effort to make sure that I go. So, so I don't know what that leaves then uh, between now. I mean, because we got Thanksgiving and all that stuff, so we'll, we'll, I'm sure there'll be something. But uh, there's oh, nothing sure. that into the tall grass. I've seen it. You haven't. You definitely should watch it. I, watch I really it. enjoyed it. Um, I'm trying to think what else there is, but I'm sure there'll be something else um, at some point. So, um, all right. Well, that was it. Wow, that was a lot. We covered a lot of ground. So. And like this is even the longest episode. Like this is one of the shortest ones in a while. <laughs> I, it's funny. Before we started talking, I was like, I want to talk briefly about Destiny, and Mitch was like, Oh yeah, okay. And I was like, We can't do a half an hour. 
<laughs> we can't do half an hour on Destiny. Like we, I could. <laughs> we could, but we we consistently. I could. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Well, thank you everybody for for hanging out. We appreciate it. And of course, you know, tell your friends. Um. You know, we the give people a link do the do the Twitter thing. And I mean, seriously, like get a Shutter subscription. It's fucking great. If you like horror, I mean, I'm gonna beat this drum until they're not around yep. anymore. But um. You know, for the low, low price of like what four dollars a month, something like that. I mean, you yeah, just like get, five bucks, yeah. yeah, I mean, you've got access to great movies and not just modern movies, but like shit that I mean, so much good eighties fucking just solid gold cheese. Yeah, it's it's an amazing service for horror yeah. fans. And and it's it's it and that's the thing I think it's not just new stuff, but it's the curation of old things. You could watch mm-hmm. something and be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen, mm-hmm. you know, like that, like you can track that thing through, uh, through stuff, um, you know, from, from then till now. So, and then creep show is great. So you yep. should watch that too. Um, all right. So this has been episode 84. Thank you everybody for hanging out tonight. Uh, we appreciate it as always, and we look forward to spending some more time with you, uh, in the next two weeks. So, um, I think that would be after Thanksgiving. So, you know, have a great holiday. Holy shit, really? Well, wow. yeah. So have God a great, <laughs> uh, Thanksgiving Canadian folks. I think you already had your Thanksgiving. They had theirs. Yeah. yeah like, so like, hopefully like, you had a great one, but, uh, American Thanksgiving people don't kill your family. Don't kill somebody over a TV. Just go buy it tomorrow. You can go get mm-hmm. it. It's fine. But, uh, if uh, if you're celebrating, if you're drinking, don't drive. If you're driving, don't drink. Uh, so for myself and Mitch, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, we look forward to spending some more time with you the next two weeks. So thank you again. Good night and have a good evening. Good evening.